Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially empowered. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and begin to live life on their terms. In this show, we get real and uncomfortable as we unpack our beliefs, thoughts, and behaviors that aren't serving us anymore. I can't wait for you to join me on this journey. So let's dive in. Hi, you guys. Welcome to the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm Megan Dwyer. So here I am again with another episode of Friday Real Talk. And today happens to be St. Patrick's Day. So I want to talk about this for a minute before I dive into other things. When did St. Patrick's Day become a thing? I read an article that referred to March as leprechaun trap season. And for all of you out there raising children between the ages of like three and 10, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When I was a kid, we did literally nothing on St. Patrick's Day, and I'm Irish and from Boston. My grandmother would put on her Irish music, but she did that every day, and my mom would make corned beef, and we'd call it a day. But these days, St. Patrick's Day has been massively upgraded, where now there's an expectation that we do the arts and crafts, and we make glitter-covered leprechaun traps with the kids, and then this infamous leprechaun visits overnight and leaves the house or the classroom a mess, and leaves gold coins and candy and all this stuff. It's just so interesting to me. I talked a few weeks ago about Valentine's Day and how that's becoming so crazy competitive too. And as a parent, I get swept right up in it all because I don't want my kid to be the one that's different or left out. In general, what I'm recognizing though is that every holiday has now become more extravagant and the bar is set so incredibly high, like unattainably high for parents. I blame Pinterest for this, but regardless of how it happened, here we are. And it's ultimately up to us to decide the experience that we want our kids to have. And yes, a leprechaun did visit our house last night and left out some Rolos for the kids, which I have been eating most of the day today. And I've been reflecting on why. And without any actual communication with my husband on this, I think we just recognize that at the end of the day, adulting is hard. Parenting is hard. And this stage of life is so incredibly stressful. And sometimes living vicariously through our kids is just as fulfilling for us. It's just as enjoyable for us as it is for them. And you know what? That's okay too. So The other thing I want to mention about today is in my effort to establish some boundaries and pull myself out of this burnout stage that I was at at the end of last year, I took today off of work. Like I took it off a few weeks ago. I had planned to take this day off. No work, no kids, no checking emails. Then, of course, literally last week, I realized when I opened up the weekly newsletter that my first grader had a personal development day today and is off of school. Oh, and I realized last week that I had signed myself up back in September to read to my four-year-old preschool class. So there goes that plan of having the day off with no kids, no work, (laughs) no emails. But you know what? Here we are. I'm rolling with it. I wanted to put this podcast episode out like 
way earlier this morning and now it's 3.30 in the afternoon and I'm just getting to it now. But I'm rolling with it because this is life with little kids. The lesson I'm learning though is that this is about, for me anyway, is about control. I crave having things go a certain way and I love kind of daydreaming and imagining how that's going to go in my head because having things go the way that I want them to go feels good to me. And I think that's because I feel so out of control most of the time because most of the things in my life I cannot control. So here I am, right? <laughs> rolling with it. One last thing I want to mention um, that happened this week. So for this podcast, I decided that I'm just going to start reaching out to people to have conversations, people that I find really interesting and cool and, you know, people that I just want to have a conversation with. This could be like an author or I don't know, an Instagram influencer or someone I've just always been a fan of, somebody that I've always wanted to talk to. And it's kind of cool now because with social media, I have more access to connect with these people. So that's what I've been doing. I've been trying. I've been trying to just see if I can have conversations because I love connecting. I love networking and I love having deep conversations with all kinds of people. So most of the time when I reach out to people, I either get somebody saying, sure, yeah, that'd be great. Or they just don't respond. Occasionally I'll have someone say, that would be great, but it just doesn't fit into my schedule right now. Or this isn't the right time, right? But this week, I had somebody just flat out say no. The actual phrasing was, I will politely pass. Now, I'm someone who usually gets more annoyed with no response than a negative response. But this time, that response really hit me and it triggered something deep inside of me. I immediately went into this spiral of negative self-talk. Like, oh my God, she doesn't want to talk to me because I'm some rinky-dink podcast. I don't have enough, a big enough following. I don't have enough listeners or downloads, or maybe I'm just not good enough. Or maybe she just doesn't like me. Maybe there's something wrong with me, right? Oh my God. Rejection has to be one of the worst experiences for a human being. It is a horrible feeling to not be liked, right? We're social people. All we want is to be part of the group and part of the pack. And I think this feeling is so painful because there's actual science behind this. Researcher Naomi Eisenberg at UCLA discovered that social pain, like the pain of being rejected or let down by others, and physical pain are felt in the same parts of the brain. So our brain can't tell the difference between the pain of somebody not liking us or somebody, I don't know, like not wanting to date us or not wanting to go to the prom with us or whatever it is, and the pain of a broken arm. I find this so fascinating. It's just it's so interesting to me how our brains work. It's really cool. But I need to coach myself through something right now, so bear with me. This one person said no. Maybe they didn't think I was a good fit. I have no idea. And I don't really care to know, honestly. But why did I want to talk to this person so badly? 
this is where it gets into some ego stuff and I'm going to get super vulnerable here. Deep down, I wanted to talk to this person because she wrote a book on a topic that I'm really passionate about. But that's not all. I wanted to talk to this person because I also wanted to tell other people in my life who I think maybe don't approve of me just the way I am, or maybe don't think, I think they don't think that I'm good enough, right? I want to tell other people that I had this person on my show because then maybe that other person will think that I'm actually good at something. Maybe then I will be good enough in that person's eyes. Ah, oh my God. I hate how there's always something more. There's always something deeper, right? This is my own insecurities. And it's recognizing that I don't feel like I'm good enough as I am today around certain people. This has been like a light bulb moment for me. I have come a really, really long way, but there is still some super, super tender areas in me that when poked, hurt a lot. So what am I going to do? I am going to take the triggers as cues and remind myself of my why. Because sometimes I can get really carried away with all the external stuff, the validation and the numbers and all of that, which is totally normal, by the way. We wouldn't be so obsessed with counting all our likes on social media or even tracking it. Like, why is there even that tool of tracking all the likes? If I was alone in all of this, I need to remind myself that everyone, everyone, unless you're, I don't know, Mother Teresa, still has work to do. And it's so hard to not feel this way in the culture that we're in. We're so wired for acceptance by other people. Maybe this conversation with this particular person wasn't meant to happen. And guess what? I still believe that it will, just not right now. I have more lessons that I need to learn first. So that's what I've learned today. Thank you guys for listening. This was really important for me to talk about, and I'm not done talking about it. I know this is going to keep coming up, and as it does, you guys are going to know because I'm on this journey with you. We're all in this together. I hope you guys have a good weekend. I'll talk to you next time.